Welcome to Focused on You, the podcast where we cover all aspects of your financial plan, as well as give you a glimpse inside the personality of WFG. My name is Jeff Pincus, and I'm the producer of the show. In today's episode, Jay Sanford, Jeff Hamblin, Mark Jensen, and Kurt Gupton discuss the importance of goal-based planning and... As a special gift to our longtime pod listeners, I've moved the disclaimer to the end of the show. However, I don't recommend you skipping through it as I do my best to send you off with a smile. And now, let's join Jay, Jeff, Mark, and Kurt as they discuss goal-based planning. I know we have our first question actually is uh, what is goal-based planning, but I wanted to take a step back because I actually had to change my hair appointment today because our uh, podcasting started at one o'clock and that's actually when I was supposed to go down and see Remy. Uh, We call Remy the magician. I literally have three strands of hair on the top of my head and he makes it look like I have somewhat of a full head of hair. Uh, I noticed that Kurt just got a haircut. Is that correct? Yes, I did. It looks really nice. Kurt kind of has a moppy look to his haircut. I, I kind of think of us as the Beatles now because of that haircut. Looks good. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I thought I would kind of ask everyone around the table, uh, just based on the economy and, and talking recession sometimes these t- days uh, with clients, how much they pay for their haircuts. And I thought that would be a good cross-section. I know uh, Jeff Pincus, our, uh, our friend of the show, is sitting behind me, and I'm guessing he doesn't pay anything. Is that correct, Jeff? You are correct, Jeff. Okay. I, think, I thought his wife took care of that for him, which is actually really good. So we have a zero cost there. Kurt, how much did you pay for yours? Uh, that would be $25 at Sports Clips. Uh, that also includes a, what's called the MVP, a uh, little massage. Um, you, they wash it, dry it. So it's the full full package there. Full package, $25. A Mark Jensen, yeah, how about need, yourself? I may need to make a switch. I'm not getting any massages, just getting a basic haircut, and it's costing me 20 So looks 20. like I'm, I'm shifting to sport clothes. Okay, now this is the, the question that I want to ask our president <laughs> here because I'm guessing he gets all of that. Plus, Jeff, how much does your haircut cost? It's $52, Ooh. and then I give her a $10 tip. Uh, so Linda is a client of ours. And uh, she's, she started her own shop about uh, 10 years ago with two other clients of ours. So I want to feed them well. There you go. $62. Uh, Remy uh, has never increased my haircut, so I'm very thankful for that. I try and send him as much business. Actually, there's three or four of us now going to Remy. Uh, his, his shop is downstairs, and it is $40. Hmm. And so the question is, is our haircuts uh, – could a recession hurt the haircut business? What do you think, guys? No. They, they tend to, yes, because what happens is when you have a recession, people want to cut back on things that they look at as necessities. Interesting recessions, uh, uh, premium beer it, it goes up in sales, and yet people wear their underwear th- six months longer. Right? <laughs> and so they will wait another. Instead they do of my, wash it, I yeah, hope. Instead yeah. of a six-week uh, wait for a haircut, I might go seven. That's exactly right. I talked to Remy about this when, when the, uh, the furloughs were happening with the government, and 
he said that was affecting him. People were pushing their haircuts out uh, an extra couple weeks, and that just, just means lost revenue. So, Jeff, you answered that correctly. Mark, you were incorrect, but you're recession-proof. We do know that. And, now, it's, a, and it's a $20 haircut. So. <laughs> now, if Remy added a massage, I think his business might do a little bit better during those kind of times. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm going to bring that up to, to Remy. Uh, it's Red Feather Salon, for those wondering. All right. So thank you guys for for uh, for helping me with that one. Let's get on to uh, what we came here for, which is what is goal-based planning. I actually feel like that's the lifeblood of, of what we do here uh, on the wealth planning side. And so I thought I would uh, toss it over to Jeff and kind of give us a definition or how he sees what goal-based pl- goal planning really is. Yeah, so 39 years ago, when I got into the game, uh, my focus at that time was really trying to figure out what keeps people up at night. And obviously, I was dealing with 20-year-olds, and they were just living paycheck to paycheck. And, and so I would ask them these questions. And, and, and as I got older, uh, the, the clients getting older with me, they all had different answers because obviously it was more based on what their particular situation was at the time. So. Uh, Goal-based planning, to to me, is answering the question, what keeps them up at night, and specifically, in in my main function these days, seems to be most of my clients are in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, and it's all about financial independence when when they can retire. So that's a goal, and so I focus on that specific goal, and they they have parents, and so we focus on their estate plan. We focus on their children. So across the board, Wherever they are, whatever transitions they are in their life, that's the area that we focus on. And, and I would say that uh, Kurt, a newer member of our firm, as, as a planner uh, with the younger clients, Kurt, tell me a little bit about what you find as far as gold place painting with your clientele. Sure. Uh, so as you mentioned, I kind of work with uh, clients' kids aging from 12 to 40, um, and obviously that can be a wide range of different goals based on where they are in life. Um, for the kind of teenagers, it's more about budgeting. As you get a little bit older, you become a work, join the working force. It's about retirement plan. Should I be contributing to a 401k? Um, how, a lot of the times we see credit card debt being a big issue, especially um, student loans, buying a car versus renting a car. So all these kind of things um, kind of evolve as the as they have new things in their life that that prompts these different kind of goals and um, kind of worries and what keeps them up at night. So for the most part, um, the big things that I've seen, student loans, credit cards, um, when when they eventually have a family, it's um, buying life insurance. So all these kind of different things, uh, as you mentioned, Jeff, kind of just depends on where they are in life. And when it comes to the goals, um, and and this this is why I come into this because I'm more on the investment side of things. There there might be looking to invest for certain goals, right? So you're Correct. talking about maybe having a new house, um, kids' education. You want to pay for either private school or college, and so those different goals have different time frames to them, right? So um, can you? work with that mark as to you know the time frames and, and the different goals that are out there yeah absolutely i mean college is one of the big goals i talk to a lot of clients with being in my 40s that they're either in college just got out of college or they're they're, they're still planning on it um, and it's really just a matter of making sure the risk tolerance of the portfolio 
it has the right time frame to it. So what I mean by that is like a teenager still shouldn't most likely be 100% equities because we wouldn't want a 2008 scenario where a recession hits hard and, and two years of college funding goes out the door. Um, so we're big fans of target date funds for college, which puts them on a glide path to be pretty aggressive when they're under 10 and starts to get you know more moderate to moderate conservative as the kids are in high school and college. Um, that, that allows us to you know capture some gains, take some risk off the table as they're getting closer. Um, and you know more more than anything for our clients, check the box and let them know, hey, state schools covered or private schools covered, whatever they were looking to do. And then you know really get conservative with the money once we know the goal's been met. Sure. No. So I, I understand that time frame is important and probably the main driver on this. But there's also you know how much you actually have, and that kind of runs into retirement as well in, in terms of planning. So I would say that the if you have lots of funds, then you can afford to be conservative and go along that glide path. If you don't have everything covered. Um, you actually have to take on more risk, right, Jeff? Yeah, so that actually is fairly unique with the uh, Washington Financial Group because uh, we basically, a few years ago, went, went back to all these brainiacs and, and got some math behind this. So it really comes down to when you're getting ready to uh, retire and there's a withdrawal rate. So if I have 100000 and, and I have a 4% withdrawal rate, I'm withdrawing for, uh, $4,000. $4, and the re- reality is is that we're looking at a, a, an individual's withdrawal rate, and once we know that, then we can actually design the portfolio to fix the exact withdrawal rate. Uh, more than likely, uh, if they, someone's going to be somewhere but less than 4%, they're going to be in a growth and growth in income portfolio. But if it's going to be 7 8%, then we've got to really get real aggressive. Um, and, and Jay, tell, talk a little bit about how we handle the, um, the, the ups and downs in the market as they start drawing money out. Yeah, so that, again, like you said, I think it is unique to Washington Financial Group. We did uh, go back. We tried to put math behind uh, all the investments that we were doing, and, and we we manage volatility, which is what Jeff is really talking about, uh, through different buckets of money. So you're going to have a growth bucket where you're looking for long-term growth. You're going to have a, a midterm bucket that's going to have some guardrails on it with bonds and, and other alternative investments. And then you're actually going to have a cash bucket. Um, so you're going to be covered regardless of what's going on in the market. If the markets are doing well, we might take it from the growth bucket. If markets are uh, going down, uh, we take it from the cash bucket. And then when things start to get look better and get better, uh, we refill that cash bucket with the other two that we have. So um, we, tr- we, we figure out your goals. We look to see what your withdrawal rate is. We look to see what your funding rate is for uh, education. And the investments uh, should and do match those goals uh, based on what you have and how much time you have to, to attain those. So that's where we are with goal-based planning. Um, it is a cornerstone of Washington Financial Group and what we do uh, on the wealth planning side. Um, always uh, check in with us to make sure that uh, you feel comfortable with what's going on, and, and that's, that's our main goal is to help you sleep at night. And I think Jeff said it best. Focused on you. Focused on you. Thank you, Jeff. That's going to do it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. If you have a question that you'd like us to address in a future episode, shoot us an email at info at washfinancial.com. If you enjoy our show 
And quite frankly, how could you not? We'd love for you to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you access your podcasts. And now, as promised, we send you out with a smile. The opinions on this show are for general info only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual to determine which investment may be appropriate for you. Consult with your attorney, accountant, financial lawyer, tax advisor prior to investing. Securities offered through LPL Financial, a member of FINRA Zippet Investment Advice offered through Global Retirement Partners LLC GRP, a registered investment advisor. Insurance Services offered through Hub International Group. WFG Hub International is separate and unaffiliated with LPL Financial. <laughs> now that's a disclaimer, y'all. See you next time. Bye bye.